Hi guys, this is Alana Terry. Welcome and thank you for listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. I hope that it's been a really good writing week for you so far and that your creativity is really soaring. I've been having a good writing week. I just like an hour ago finished up the first drafts of book five in a novella series. So that was pretty exciting. I feel like I'm kind of getting pulled out of just a creative rut. So that's been pretty exciting and I'm thankful for that. And also just an update on marketing stuff. You guys have heard me talking about how Facebook ads for a couple months this past fall just weren't working very well for me. And I've started a few new campaigns and I'm back to getting 16 or 17 cent clicks. So I'm feeling really good about that. It's possible that the problems that were going on with the Facebook algorithm have kind of been solved. It's also possible that it was just time for me to make some new ads. So the problem I was seeing is that ads that had worked well for me in the past weren't. So maybe what I needed to do was just create some new ones, but lots of good things going on from the side of the world. And I hope that things are going really, really well for you as well. So toward the end of the year, I like to do a lot of thinking and planning. Usually I actually take December off of writing, but I had such a strange October, November that I am writing this December, but I also have been doing some just reflecting on the past year, planning on the coming year. Pretty soon I'll probably record a whole episode that's about kind of my year in review and things like that. But one of the things that I have been asking myself, this is kind of just a mental question that I've been asking myself is what would I do if I had three books and no audience and no marketing, where would I start and how would I grow my business? So it's kind of this idea of if I were starting my writing career totally over, but I've got three books written, what would I do? And so that's what I want to focus on this episode because some of you are in that boat where you've got three books or two books or one book or half a book and haven't started any of the marketing side of things yet. And so this is what I would do if I were in that position. And then if you're beyond three books and you've already done marketing and things like that, every once in a while, it's kind of helpful to think about what you would do if you did start over. Like I know part of what made the fall difficult for me from a book sales standpoint was I had gotten so used to spending a certain number of thousands of dollars on Facebook ads and getting even more thousands of dollars back from Facebook ads. And that just kind of stopped for me for a couple months. And it was encouraging for me instead of just sitting and moping and saying, okay, my writing career as I know it is over or something, what would I do? Okay, so Facebook ads, let's say worst case scenario, they stop working entirely or they shut down your account. What are you going to do to make up for that, right? So that's what I started to ask myself and that's what we're going to be focusing on today. So no matter how many books you've got out, whether that's zero or a hundred, Sometimes it's nice to think about this question. What would you do if you've got three books and we're starting the marketing side of things totally from scratch? So my answer to that is absolutely focus on having a really good cover and a really good blurb. Those are going to be the very first things that are going to get your book noticed. So even if that means that you need to dip into a savings account or find some way to come up with the money for a cover designer, 
I would say a really good cover designer you could definitely find in the like $250 to $500 range. And so I would make sure to absolutely get a fabulous cover and then work really hard on getting good blurbs written. I actually have a course on writing killer blurbs. You can find it at courses.alanaterry.com slash blurbs if you want help. But having a really solid blurb and a great cover are going to be probably the very most important thing to get you started. Beyond that, I'm going to assume that we're talking about a limited advertising budget here. So as opposed to just starting with a whole bunch of Amazon ads or Facebook ads, here are some of the things that I would do that aren't cost per click type advertising. So I would for sure try to find some book reviewers in my genre. So people on Instagram who review books, book bloggers, finding people who will help spread the word about your book. And this it's better to find people who are book reviewers in your genre as opposed to just finding some friends and say, hey, if I give you a copy of this book, will you review it for me? For a couple different reasons. And the biggest one being that the book reviewers are used to following through on reviews, whereas friends and family aren't. <laughs> and sometimes it's nice to just keep the friends and family separate from the business so that you don't feel like there's weirdness or tension if they don't leave a review or if they don't like your book. So I would say just find some reviewers in your genre, reach out to them, have a compelling reason why they should review your book. It's not compelling enough to just say, I wrote a book in the genre you like. So find some kind of hook that's going to grab them and remember that they're doing you a favor. So don't approach them the other way around, but also you can be confident for sure when you do approach him. And the hook is, this is a book you're going to love. Here's why. I would focus on that far more than just putting notices up on Facebook. Hey guys, I have a new book out because, you know, if your Facebook feed is full of family and friends, again, those aren't your ideal readers and you really want to go to where the ideal readers are. You also want to not be spammy about things. So yes, technically you can join free Facebook groups for readers in your genre and some of them allow you to post about your book, but don't rely on that too much because that does come across as spammy. It's way better to get involved in one or two groups that are really active with readers in your genre and just be part of the discussion. So that's something else that you could do is join one or two very hyperactive groups for specifically your genre and don't mention your book for a while. Just be involved in the conversation and then people are going to end up recognizing your name, things like that. You can friend some of these people, talk about your book, maybe on your personal page, not in the please go buy my book, but just say, you know, hey, here's a snippet or something like that. That could work out pretty well. I don't do a ton of newsletter swaps. In fact, just kind of as a general rule, I don't do newsletter swaps, but I do think that they are a viable option for getting the word out about your books when you're just starting out. And so what that involves is reaching out to authors in your genre 
Hopefully you already know some, but if not, really just finding some. I wouldn't go for the biggest, biggest names because those people are going to be busy and probably get requests like this all the time. But just some of the mid-list authors who have books in your genre, especially if you've read their book and can show that you're not just spamming them again, that you're treating them like a person and you like them. You can always ask, hey, I am getting ready to publish this book, or maybe this book's going to be on discount for this week. Would you mind sharing it on social media or would you mind sharing it on your newsletter? Now, when people approach me to do a newsletter swap, they say, Hey, can you let your newsletter list know I've got this book that's a new release or it's on sale. Usually what I'll do is I'll say, well, I don't actually do that to my list, but I'm happy to share it on social media. So don't forget that as you're approaching people about newsletter swaps, even if They don't do the newsletter swap. If you can ask them to post about it on Facebook or something to their followers, that could be a great way to go. And so fostering relationships with other authors in your genre is really, really important. So it's going to be a lot more effective if these are authors who already know you and recognize your name and you're not just cold calling them. But of course, those relationships always start somewhere. So go ahead and cold call if you need to. But again, don't be spammy about it. And in as much as you can, if you can add personal touches like, hey, I read your book, such and such. I really liked this part of it. I left you an Amazon review. By the way, I've got a book out. That can go a lot better than you know, to whom it may concern, would you mind sharing about my book? (laughs) Another thing that if you have the time and mental energy that I think would be great to focus on at this stage is building your own email list. So usually the steps involved in that are making a book or novella or short story free and book funnel is a really nice option to have for this. So have a, a book funnel account where the readers can just get a book funnel link and it makes it really easy for them to get the right kind of ebook as opposed to just sending them an attachment that's a PDF or a Mobi or, you know, the wrong file for their device. So book funnel is a really good tool for that. And then you also want to have that synced up with your newsletter list. So I use ConvertKit. It can be a little pricey. So just starting out, I think MailerLite is one that a lot of authors use and speak highly of. So basically what happens is people sign up for your newsletter. You send them the book funnel link as their kind of incentive or reward for signing up. And now you can start engaging those readers. So the other thing I would do in addition to having a reader magnet, which is what we call that free book that you're giving away to people when they sign up for your list. I would have a welcome sequence where you talk a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your books so that people get used to hearing from you. And something I should say, I'm rattling off a lot of things right here, and I don't want anybody to end up feeling overwhelmed or like you've got to do all of these things. So basically, even if all you do is like pick one or two of these as your next step, you're totally fine. So if you're sitting on two books and you're like, oh, before I publish another book, I need to get my newsletter list and I need to get my opt-in and my book funnel link. Sometimes it's better to just go. (laughs) Finished um, is better than perfect, right? So I'm telling you a lot of things that you can have in place, but don't let that overwhelm you and don't let that become your excuse 
to not publish your book or not put yourself out there just because everything's not 100% lined up. You literally could spend like a year and a half getting all your ducks in a row. And that's a year and a half that you could have been selling books. So go ahead. Done is better than perfect. But here are, you know, just some of the things that you might choose to do to get well optimized. You guys know me. I don't like telling you this is exactly what you have to do and you're not going to be successful unless you do. I'm just throwing a bunch of ideas out there. This is a spaghetti on the wall episode and you can pick and choose what resonates with you and what's going to help you get to that next step. So just a quick review of what we've talked about so far. We've talked about reaching out to reviewers in your genre, trying to form relationships with other authors in your genre, and having a lead magnet so that you can start collecting subscribers for your list. Now, one thing that you can do is join some group promotions. So what this would look like is, let's say there are 20 fantasy authors and they all have a free giveaway with a book funnel link. There's actually promotions that you can join where you're all sharing that link with your network and hopefully getting more people subscribe to your list. So that's a nice way to grow your email list without relying on paid ads or things like that. And now let's go back and talk about your actual paid books that you're trying to sell. After you reach out to reviewers and send them review copies, it'd be great if you could aim to get like 10 reviews per book. It's not a magic number. It's not like you have no sales and then you get to 10 reviews and all of a sudden you get 100 sales a day. It's just a nice number to aim for when you're first starting out. And it does make your book appear to have more of that social proof, which can be important for increasing your conversion rate. So the more people who click on whatever link that sends them to your sales page, go on to buy your book, the better your conversion is. And having some good reviews will definitely help your conversion. So then at that point, if you've done all of these other things and you have some extra time and budget, I definitely recommend getting your toes wet with some of the paid ads. I think the Amazon ads are a nice place to start. They're a little bit fickle in that sometimes you can set up Amazon ads and nothing happens at all. The good news is when nothing happens, you're not spending any money, but it also means you're not selling any extra books, but it's not a bad place to start for sure. And you can do Amazon ads at really small daily budgets. So like, you know, two or $3 a day, if that's all you have to start with is totally fine. And then basically the idea is to keep writing books and keep advertising those books. Another thing that I would do is for sure, make sure that the back matter in each of my books points to the next book. So if these three hypothetical books we're talking about are in a series, it's really important that at the end of book one, you have a really good call to action that sends people right to book two. Even if they're not in a series, I recommend that you just kind of in your own head have like a reader map of where they're going to go. So after they read this specific book, then in the back of that book is a teaser for another book in a similar genre. You know, if you loved this book, then you're going to want to dive right into this next book. BookBub had a blog post a couple years ago where they said that having sample chapters drastically increased the number of people who went on to buy the next book. And so you could for sure have a little bit of a teaser. And then basically 
you're getting to where you're just going to, the goal is keep writing more books, giving them great covers and blurbs and putting some advertising money into them. And the hope and end goal is that each month you'll have a little bit more book sale royalties and you can reinvest that into better covers, more ads, things like that. And it might be a little bit slow going at first, but basically the more you're able to do that, the more momentum you're going to get for your book sales. One pitfall people can get into is kind of an all or nothing mentality. They might say, oh, I don't have $100 to spend on ads this month, so it's not worth it. Well, really, you know, even if you just start with that $5 a day budget, let your ads run until you run out of that budget. And then presumably two months later, when you get your royalties, you're going to have that much money coming back plus some because your ads are profitable, ideally. And then you can keep reinvesting that money. And so, you know, that's how I started. I started with probably like 200 extra dollars one month, if even that, and then just kept reinvesting that and reinvesting that. And it meant that I had to start and stop my ads because the, um, the royalties don't come in, you know, until two months later, but now I'm to where it's pretty typical to spend like four or $5,000 a month on ads. And I've got that little bit of a buffer financially so that I can do that. And then still continue to try to scale those up. So don't feel bad if it's kind of slow starting because it, it really isn't, doesn't take a ton to reach that place where that critical mass accumulates. You've got that momentum and then you can just kind of keep reinvesting and reinvesting and seeing your book sales continue to grow of course, is the end goal. So hopefully wherever you are in your author journey, this gave you just some tips or things to focus on. And I wish you all the best and hope that your book sales are skyrocketing today. And we'll talk to you soon.